Good morning and welcome to the podcast Unfiltered. If you guys hear me snapping, my kitten is still in the middle of training. And if you hear me say down, that's also a part of his training. Um, I'm in my office today. I'm not in the living room. This is my allergies are cleared up. So there's no longer no pre-recorded podcast so now you guys are getting to me live unless my allergies start to mess up again then I will go back to being the pre-recorded but today's episode we are going to do some poetry from 2017 we actually only have three more episodes of the poetry that I've written and then after that I have four episodes for you guys that I will be able to like teach you poetry like And the poetry that I'll be teaching you is all from my lesson plan um, from when I worked at North Florida Evaluation Treatment Center. And I would help the guys that were either NGI or ITP come up with a creative way for expression. So I did do that. Um, Yeah, so let's jump on in. Now, I really didn't write a lot um in 2017 in the beginning of it um per se um and i didn't realize that some of my poems like i um i typed a lot of my poems out during 2017 versus putting them in my journal sorry i had to get something to drink It's very hot over here, and my AC is broken, and it's, like, only 8 o'clock in the morning, and it's, like, 97 degrees outside, and it's only supposed to get hotter, so that's going to be the fun part. If you guys hear an alarm, it means it's time for me to go get ready for work. I am, I woke up early so I could do this, so just bear with me today. (laughs) Got a lot of stuff going on today. It's a very busy day. It's Thursday, payday, bill day. So, yeah, you got to write checks, send them off, all that fun adulting stuff that nobody likes to do. But this first poem is called Stressing. And it actually, I started writing poetry in September of 2017. For this, like, for this episode, that's when I, like, started around. Um, It's also around the same time that I had found out, well, I'll give you a little spoiler. It's around the time that I found out that I was pregnant with mine and my husband's daughter. And it was, it was a little stressful. But um, a lot of stuff happened during that time in 2017. 2017 was a really, like, bad year for me. Like, it was good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Um, It started out really good, brought in the new year with some new friends and, you know, thought some stuff was going to be okay. Um, Some stuff happened that I wasn't comfortable with, and I spoke, I started to speak out when I wasn't comfortable around people. And everybody was so used to me just telling my husband, hey, listen, I don't feel comfortable in him dealing with it because I didn't want to, I didn't want, like, when I was growing up, I didn't, 
I used to never say anything about being bullied or anything. And I worked really hard to, like, find my voice. And when me and my husband got together, like, it took a lot of work because I came out of a really bad breakup. Um, where it was just, like, what the hell kind of thing. And I will one day give you guys the story of what really happened with my breakup. I think I gave you guys, like, a little bit of light, but I can't remember. Um, I used to write everything out of what I was going to say on the podcast um, when I had it on Snapchat. Um, But I stopped doing that because I no longer have Snapchat. Um, I only have Facebook for my business, and that is – I got to give you guys an update on that, too. Um, I'm just writing down on my little notepad, like, episodes for you guys to do. Um, so, but let me go ahead and get started because I forgot on the computer, I only get 30 minutes, um, to talk to you guys, um, right now, because <laughs> I have a low following base. Um, it said, I got an email stating that if I get more followers, the longer I'll get. But I feel like 30 minutes is fine for you guys to hear me talk because that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> but alrighty. So this poem is called Stressing. And forgive me, sometimes I can't read my own handwriting. I was in the stage of where I wrote half cursive, half print. Now I just write straight print because nobody can read cursive because that's all I used to write in is just nothing but cursive so switching to print (laughs) um here we go little pine someday working too much can't close the door on likelihood covering other homes you've grown cold and no longer care for me being tired needing to relax I'd give the shirt right off my back if I had the guts to stay super fast. Happiness we know proves that it's right. Covering other homes last night, I dreamed of being tired. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. I feel like I've already read that to you guys. I think. Did I? I'm, like, looking back in my book. I might have accidentally read it before because I didn't have a date on it earlier. (laughs) All right. Oh, the jazz. Helping you out, taking you places. How my heart is now wondering. No misery can tell. Helping you with your kid. Spending time like we're family. Being used and not knowing it. That this heaven really makes you feel like hell. All you did was lie and cover things up. Is no word from you at all. The best that you can do. Helping you with your kid. The time is over. Spending time like a family. We both planned. But about freaking. Excuse me. Oh baby. We're pregnant, and when you find me, there you'll search no more. Amazing. You brought a lot of sunshine into my life. Can't wait to meet you. 
I don't know how you do what you do. We are excited. There's nowhere unless you're here. Are you going to be a girl or a boy? I'll chase them anywhere for you. I can't wait to hold you. I don't know how you made it this far. Can't wait to meet you. A new fantastic point of view. We are excited to find something out, like finding out about you. Mm-hmm. Losing you. Finding out we were pregnant. What did I do wrong? Like a bird without a song. Why did you have to leave? Can I play one more time? How can he go on without hurting when I stand here taking every breath with you? Why does it hurt so much? Why did you have to leave us so early? It's knowing that he knows you now after only guessing. Why did you have to leave? And... For a lot of you guys that don't know, um, after we found out we were pregnant, we ended up losing the baby. Um, so it was very hurt, hurtful. Um, I was at the hospital and I had to do everything by myself. And my husband wasn't wasn't there because he doesn't do hospitals. And at the time, he he didn't know like how to deal with it. So he just he didn't and. That is something that actually stresses our relationship a lot sometimes. But anyway, this is called Husband. Happy anniversary, honey. The past three years have been the happiest and full of life. My world is a beautiful place because of you. Because of the love you have given me, thank you for sharing with me your positive outlook on life. When I get panicky and feel a lot of my anxiety, you calm me down. When I feel that things are bigger than I am, you always are there for me. Holding my hand and showing me that together we will be able to go through anything. You are my peace, my rock, my anchor. I love you with all of my heart, and I can't wait to grow old with you. Aww, that was so sweet. I'm not going to read you guys all of the poems because some of them are pretty um, graphic on some stuff that I don't want to talk about. Sorry. That I don't want to talk about yet. (laughs) That I'm still, like, talking with my own therapist about. So, (laughs) pain. Why is this hurting so much? Save heaven of the sleepless. I think about you every day. I watched you walk away. We should be holding you in dreams that had never come true. Kissing your little hands and feet. I only wish I had the strength to let it show. Too much pain to bear. And you say that I hurt you in a voice, like a prayer. Why did you have to leave us so early? Because I've done everything I know. We should be holding you. If words could make wishes come true, kissing your little hands and feet, the look around enough to know, this pain will never go away. And that is the end of my 2017 poems. 
after that, I kind of took a break from writing poetry. And sorry, that little ball bouncing you here, that's him playing with a ping pong ball. And he loves that little thing like crazy. Don't buy cat toys. Go to the dollar store and buy you a thing of ping pong balls for a dollar twenty-five. After taxes, it's like a dollar thirty, I believe. Dollar thirty-two. I can't do math right now. It's too early. Do do that, and let me tell you, they go crazy for it. And he loves he loves his little thing. I'm sorry, guys. I just... Ooh. First, I thought I had a sneeze, and then a yawn hit me. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you guys, it... I didn't write for a whole year. I spent 2018 throwing myself into work. After, after losing our daughter, like, I just... I had to throw myself into something, so I didn't write. I didn't do nothing. And why do you have my sock? Weirdo. But yeah, so all of that happened. And I didn't write until 2019. And I'm just looking over here. And I see that I only have three poems from 2019. And I see that we've only been recording for 15 minutes so i still got another 15 minutes so i'm just gonna go ahead and throw 2019 in here um 2019 was the start of um a very long difficult year for me also um in january i well at the end of january i had a um stroke it was a mini one but they considered it um called bell's palsy but I didn't go to the hospital until like a week after everything happened. So that's why they said it was Bill's palsy. But I just, I didn't know what it was. I just wasn't feeling myself. I had the droop. I didn't notice I had the droop. I went to work. Nobody noticed. And then I went to my mom's house and she was like, Megan, you need to call your doctor. I called my doctor. My mom talked to her. And they're like, you, you need to go to the hospital right away. You're having a stroke. But I had already, you know, been dealing with all this for like a whole week and I just didn't pay attention to it. So, you know, that happened. So then went to the hospital. They said it was Bell's palsy. That's what they could diagnose me from because if I would have came in sooner, they could have diagnosed it as an actual stroke. Da, 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 da. I was working so much that I caused myself to have an early on stroke which I was working doubles like crazy, which is whatever. I mean, I was making tons of money, and I miss those days. But I'm not going to put my body through that stress again. Um, and then in February, um, the truth is I got really upset with a girl, um, and she was standing by my refrigerator, and she had me so pissed off that she raised her fist at me and I hit the fridge right next to her head. And I literally said, bitch, don't fucking play with me. 
I will fuck your life up. Yeah. I was about that life. Broke my hand. But I didn't let nobody know that. I didn't go to the hospital till two days later. I, like, just kept dealing with pain, went to work, all of that, man. I was in so much pain. I just kept popping some Tylenol. <laughs> like, it was nothing. And then March, um, well, actually, middle of February, um, I started taking more care of my grandma and started, like, being more active with my grandma, helping her and everything. And then in March, um, she passed away. April, we had her memorial, and the family drama started. Um, July, I started teaching, and then August, October area, um, my car got took. Me and my husband paid almost three grand to get my car back, and then... It got sick again, and the person would not give me my vehicle back. And, well, I said, fuck it. I let her keep it and did not stop paying the payments on it because it's like, why should I have to pay for something that I don't even have possession of? Like, when you, like, we legally have a contract stating that it's my car and I make the payments, but... Some things went into order done fishy, so it put her first on the loan, and it put me as the co-signer, and if I'm going to be making all the payments, and then you're going to be able to get the car from me, because it says you're the owner, even though I'm making the payments in the court, in the court system, and this is literally what was sold to me, because I'm the co-signer, and she was the owner of the vehicle, how they did it. If the car gets paid off and she wants it, she could have taken it from me. And the judge would have been like, listen, sorry, there's nothing we can do. Because there's no transfer. Junior, when he gets in the closet, he starts to cry a lot. Junior. He's good. But let's go ahead and get into this poetry reading. But yeah, that's everything that happened in uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Stroke. My brain hurts a lot, struggling to see, struggling to breathe, struggling with all this pain, so much stress. Hospital visits yet again, to come to find out, temporary minor stroke, also known as Bill's palsy, so they say. How much more do I have? How much time do I have? Why me? My Prince Charming. You're the most charming person I know to ever walk this earth. You're my heart, my soul, my person. How can I look at other guys when you're the handsome man that I I have so much strong feeling and so much strong love and a strong bond towards every day? I have thought of you, of your charming, your love. You have touched my heart and still do every time. I see your smiling face. In those brown eyes, that complete. (sighs) I love you, always have, and always will. That's literally how I wrote. (laughs) 
All right, and this was the last home I wrote of 2019 that I actually wrote down. I actually had a flash drive of more poetry, but when I tried to get onto it, everything was encrypted. So this was the only thing I was, these were the only thing I was able to save. But it's called Mistake. Helping is a mistake. I give my heart out just for a word of sympathy, apparently. No matter what I do to help, I get the bad karma. Distractions are amusing. Do you know how much you're losing? Is it hard to be nice? I will dance, I will sing, and I will laugh. And my laugh shall be gay. In the lies you put on Facebook to spread more lies when tears come down. You were like a brother to me. Be as be as fair to my heart as you can be. All I ever wanted was to help you out. Tonight, I need the space. Is that so hard to be nice? So this poem, I, somebody that was like a brother um, to me and my family, um, we took him in, all of that. But so apparently, um, we, him and a girl, they got together. They had a baby. Um, and this was before they had a baby? Yeah, before. Before they had a baby, and we helped them out. Well, actually, no, this was the first time we helped him out. We let them stay with us for a couple of weeks, and this girl tried to say that my husband raped her, and he was never home with her. Like, he was never home alone. Um, I would give them rides to and from places, you know, until they got on their feet. Well, then they finally got on their feet, had a baby, and went on with their life. Well, a couple years later, he reaches back out to me and is like, hey, I, um got a divorce and all this other shit and this is everything that's been going on. I'm like, okay, cool. In my head, I'm like, I really don't care because, like, you literally just sat here and basically last time had so many problems. So I was like, okay, good for you that you're getting a divorce and all that. Very proud of you. You know, that needs to get done. You know. And he's like, well, I have a new girlfriend, you know. We've been dating for the last three months. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I even went and helped him pick out his engagement ring and all this fun stuff. And we we were all friends. We were all cool. No problems. Like, you know. Didn't realize there was a problem. And so, well, as you know, people will be people. And, well, let's just say it wasn't for the good. So, eventually, sorry, we uh, met and we got everything squared away and everything was good. And he finally proposed to her and at the time, I was new at becoming an event planner. 
So I was like, oh, I'll, you know, let me help you out. Like, you know, let me, you know, see what all I can do. Da da da. You know, being new at the event planning, you know, I didn't know what I was really doing. Like, I know I planned events for myself, and everybody was like, oh, you did really well. Da da da. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe I got this. Let me let me see what I can do. So I literally sat there and tried to help as much as I can, and well. Eventually, it turned on me, and, well, I apparently was the worst person ever, and yada yada. But the big thing that really happened between us is we let them sublease our apartment, and their house got broken into, and the first thing they did was come to us telling us that we stole from them. And I'm like, I was at work when you apparently got your house broken into. And at the time where I was working, there's nothing but cameras. So you can't even sit there and be like, oh, well, you you lying. You weren't at work. Da, da, da. Oh, no. Trust me. I was at work because they would have called me and been like, why aren't you at, where are you at? Why aren't you at work? Mm-mm. Y'all ain't gonna try me like that. But we had cameras everywhere. We'd go in, out, all of that. Mm-mm. So, but they basically was like, yeah, you stole from us, made a police report. And she literally sat there and got my business shut down because she kept putting on Facebook. And so I went and I recorded. Um, so they had called us and told us that they were... Um, Literally, I had called her and I was like, hey, I need to know what's going on for the wedding. Um, We need to meet and everything. And she's like, oh, by the way, we moved out like a week ago. And I was like, what? Excuse me? You moved out? What are you talking about? Nobody told me anything about moving out. She's like, oh, well, I sent you a message on, on Snapchat. And I was like, at the time, I didn't have Snapchat. So I was like, um, I don't have Snapchat. What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, well, somebody's been posing as you and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, that is just crazy as fuck, but okay, whatever. And so I get there, and I rec- I'm so glad I recorded everything. When I tell you it took me three whole days to clean that entire apartment, like I'm talking about they had dogs in there. That had shit smeared in the carpet. They, it smelled really bad. Like, I had to hire somebody to help me come clean. Like, that's how bad it was before we went to the apartment complex and let them know, hey, um, they just called us and told us they moved out. Because even though we had the paperwork for them to sublease, like, it somehow still fell under us, which I don't get. But you know what? Whatever. But, yeah, I was just like, okay, that is some crazy stuff. Um, Let me get out of it. But, yeah, all that happened. The girl tried to find me on Facebook and all of that. And now she's saying that um, to this day she still follows what I do on Facebook. And it's so stupid. Um, But now she's trying to take my company away again. Um, She went in. I got court papers so this is going to be really fun 
And in the next episode, I will give you guys a break from poetry and give you guys a huge update on all the court stuff, all my business stuff, everything. Um, and now this thing has a thing where I can actually go and video record. So the last four episodes, because I'm reading it right now, it says that now we have the option to video record with our episodes. So when we do the poetry and I teach you guys poetry, we'll actually be able to show you guys what I'm talking about. So I'm super excited. But we have two minutes left for this podcast. But you guys have an amazing day. Stay safe. Um, If you still have the mask mandatory, wear your mask. You don't want to get sick. COVID is not fun. I had it before COVID was COVID. Before they introduced it as COVID. But you guys have an amazing day. Stay safe and have a beautiful day. Bye, guys.